0: Hey, folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Matt the Hatch with Matt Green. How you doing, Matt?
1: Hey, Marvin, how's it going? Hope you're doing okay.
0: Uh, As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and, you know, we are solidly in the dog days of summer, and I suspect that probably means there's not a whole lot going on on the bug front right now.
1: You know, Marvin, what, at least in the southern mountains, in the southern U.S., what is out there currently? is just really restricted to... Right at right at dusk. Um, right at nightfall. And it it's just <laughs> kinda of pitiful out there to be frank, because we've had flooding here in the southern Appalachians and before that we were in some locations we're dealing with some drought conditions and some hot weather and I'm afraid it's hot out there today. We may be going back into that kind of pattern after the rain stop and unless we get another tropical system or two that comes through. but really looking at some little blue olives, some beaded mayflies, some little cahills, which are the uh, the stenos, uh, stenochron mayflies. There's some assorted caddis, and still some stoneflies around. Still some isonychia around. The those are the slate drakes. Still seeing some of those. I was out this past weekend on the Upper Chattooga, up old iron bridge and it did okay, but the water is still a little high and it, it, it's really hard to get some good drifts in there, uh, unless you're, you're fishing streamers. And then you can, it's prime water for that and fish some of those a little bit around the edges. But I think the fish are still, at least in the medium to larger sized rivers and streams, they're, they're most of the fish are still up along the side of the riverbank, kind of getting out of the current. Is it, you know, we just got high flow rates still from all that rain. Uh, you know, parts of western North Carolina got five to 10 inches. And uh, that doesn't help very many people when it comes to fishing. Or bugs. You know, Bugs really, they really will not uh, emerge in flood conditions for high water. They will wait until the water levels go back down that has to do with the same reason the trout are along the, the sides of the riverbank. It's a protection mechanism. It's an innate genetic behavior to not emerge in these, these high flow conditions, at least here in the Southeast U.S. because that'll either get you eaten or you might get killed. <laughs> if you're above. And you know, they think the same way we do occasionally and. You, know, you wouldn't get out in the flood, neither would a bug.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so you are talking about a little bit of light hatch activity really kind of at dusk. And I would imagine when you start talking about bluing olives and like small, like Cahill's, we're talking about what, 18s and 20s and maybe even smaller, right?
1: Yeah, 22s. There's some of the something I didn't mention called Ceratella. These are ephemerella may fly that are like a pink olive, they have pink orange bodies. Gray, blue wings. They're actually more closely related to the sulphur mayflies than they are the beaded, the true olive mayflies. Um, they're within that family, similarity. and they're emerging too right now. I saw a couple uh, spinners on the water on the Chituga, uh laying eggs right at dusk, and you'll see some of those. Those those mayflies are really starting to get thick on the tail waters, particularly the Watauga. Here, as we go through into into August, September, and then early October, then they'll fizzle out about middle of October and give way to the true olives of the beetles. So, those mayflies are going to be a part of the diet and you know, on the menu for many trout around the southeast right now. If you go up into the Mid-Atlantic, uh, most of those streams are done with the white flies, the they the on white flies that many folks have heard, stories and both horror and the great and the good. On the yellow breaches, they're pretty much done. I think many of those creeks are transitioning to the, the late summer Hexagenia or Hexagenia, Atrocogata. These are also referred to as the uh, great Brown drakes—they're uh, about a size eight, six, something about like that. They're—they're um, they're big, more than uh, they're about as big as the green drakes in May uh, through the eastern U.S. And you'll particularly find these uh, these brown drakes in spring creeks. Uh, Mossy Creek has a decent population. Lots of the spring creeks throughout the Great Valley in Pennsylvania have a good population and some of the free streams do too, but they're just not as thick, at least none that I know of. Um, and so those are, those are insects that are going to be on the diet here for, for trout in the middle Atlantic here for the next week or two. They might chisel out. They only last for about two, three weeks.
0: Yeah, and as we kind of start to, you know, as our summer, uh, you know, we always get that kind of stretch of really hot weather, usually in August, early September, as things start to kind of cool off and we edge towards fall, you know, what should folks be thinking about?
1: Oh, folks should be thinking about October catfish, fall olives, um, maybe some ice in the in the mid-Atlantic as they start to really get going, uh. Further up, down the southeast, they peter off in the mid-Atlantic. They'll go strong through August and September, sometimes early October. And really, that's it. I mean, October caddisfly fishing in the thick should be around here, should should be going around southeast here in just a couple of weeks. By the next time we talk, we can talk about October caddisflies In the mid-Atlantic, it may hold off another week or so, depending on the heat. It really depends on how hot it is. Uh, surprisingly, those October Cabbage Flies, they, (laughs) that, that genus, Pycnocyte, will actually begin emerging as early as May or June in the highest elevations of the southern Appalachians. Continue to emerge at those elevations through July and August, and then in the lower elevations, they really start to get thick. September and then into October and then middle of October in many places they're done. Out in the coastal plain they're still going strong, uh, fishing October caddisflies to your crappie, bluegill, uh, a pickerel, anything that'll anything that'll eat a bass. To
0: uh, yeah, because for folks that aren't familiar, I mean it's a pretty good sized caddisfly.
1: Oh, it's a ten or a twelve or an eight depending on the species. And there are some that are as small as a 14, especially out in the Coastal Plain. We have this, uh, this catasly named Pycnosyche scabropinus, and there's a, a variation of it that used to be considered a, its own species, Pycnosyche perplexa, that uh, is not a subspecies, but it's just been what we call synonymized. It's just been included in Pycnosyche scabropinus at this point. And it's about half the size of the scupperfinis in the mountains. And so they can vary in size. Getifera in the southeast and the mid-Atlantic is about the biggest uh, species of pignasaki the out there. And it's about a, a ten or an eight. It's a huge, it's a huge
0: cast. One yeah. just a slight improvement over fishing number twenty-two Cahills, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just got to wait for the water to get cooler
0: yeah exactly and you know folks we love questions at the articulate fly you can email them to us or shoot them to us on our facebook or instagram page and matt and i would love to answer you know whatever's on your mind and like we were saying you know maybe next time we'll really take a deep dive into the october caddis and you know uh, before i let you uh, let you hop matt you have anything interesting either going on in the lab or in the field or any fishing trips planned you want to share with folks
1: oh maybe a trip out in october to fish redfish on Hatteras, the annual retreat uh, But really just kind of taking it weekend by weekend over here more than if i get a break from uh, taking imagery to illustrating or doing some kind of uh, analysis i'll get out for a little bit but really i'm just in the thick of it i will say folks if you want to know more about the october caterpillars in your backyard please, please, please respond to Marvin, ask Marvin hey, what's the, what is October is going to be like in my backyard? And give your local stream or your region, and I'd be glad to tell you more about what you might find in your region. Be glad to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah that'd be really awesome, and you know, folks, you know, if you're in western North Carolina or eastern Tennessee, you know, we hope you're safe, and you know, it's could still actually be pretty dangerous to get out there and wade. Um, But if it's safe for you to go out and fish, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. Tight
1: lines, Mark.